Good evening, hushlings, and welcome. I present your preceptors to the underbelly of the void, the whispers of conjecture, and the known of the unknown. Thus begins the conclave of the Hush Hush Society. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order can emerge. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order. It is a big idea, a new world order. Such is a world worthy of our children's future. A world in which there is the very real prospect of a new world order. And that's why I wanted to speak to you today about the new world taking shape around us, about the prospects for a new world order now within our reach. I'll be talking in some detail about the possibility of a new world order, the quest for the new world order, new world order. The new world order really is a tool for addressing a new world of possibilities. Greetings, Hushtillians. Welcome back to the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour where we journey into the world of conspiratorial mysteries and dark truths. I'm Declassified Dave. And I'm Mystery Mike. And as always, we're joined by our personal messiah, Slick Frank Sanders. Slick Frank Sanders here. In this installment, we peer into a theory first brought into light in the articles written by Serge Manast in 1994, suggesting that NASA and the UN are planning to create a new world order. Forming a New Age religion by fabricating an alien invasion to ultimately control the global system. Even proposing we will see the second coming of Christ. Hallelujah! He's come back! (laughs) My lord. All of this is done by using 3D holographic projection technology and low frequencies to control minds. Ending with economic collapse, civil unrest, sexual slavery, murder suicide, and permanent psychological disorder. So half of what America is feeling today currently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're halfway there at least. Yeah, we're not far off. We just need that little push. Good morning, America. <laughs> but before we eat that hologram wafer and strap on our tinfoil hats, be sure to check us out on all our social medias. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also be sure to join us on our Discord and our Twitch, as well as the official website of the Hush Hush Society, www.hushhushsociety.com. Yes, Hushlings, our Discord is also fully operational and we are ready to begin watching the X-Files with you, as well as some exciting new things. Make sure you keep your eyes peeled. Keep them peeled to the sky. How would you peel your eyes? With a peeler? With a carrot peeler? Ouch. That would hurt. I immediately went back to thinking about Skinwalker Ranch with like the little pepperoni <laughs> eyes cut off oh, yeah. of the calves. <laughs> little pepperoni eyelids cut right out. Looks like oh, you're wearing a mask. Fuck. Well, if you have not been to our website, you can find all of our audio, our debriefings, declassified discussions, scripted chronicles, hush hush apparel. So amazing. So tasteful. You can catch up on news, read some blogs, and have the ability to drop the ever-coveted review. You can also do it on Spotify, like we said last debriefing. 
Mm, give us those five stars. Also, make sure that you become one of our patrons. You can head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hush hush society. And a donation of $5 a month will make you a true hushling. Yes, we only have one tier. Hushling. You'll get access to exclusive debriefings, new steamy Mystery Mike's cryptid erotica, and monthly installments of The Frong Factor with myself and Declassified Dave, as well as merch drops and early releases. You can join at www.patreon.com backslash hush hush society. Boys, I was crunching the numbers the other day. So you know how we have uh, a single tier, the hushling tier, $5 a month. You get all the extras, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And well, as soon as you become a, a hushling, month one, we send you a sticker pack. It's in the mail. We got some awesome stickers right now. Awesome stickers. For anybody that got them late, we were just waiting to get all the stickers. There you go. I actually sent out a bunch last week. But also included in that hushling tier is every three months, you will receive a free hushling t-shirt, a free Hush Hush Society t-shirt. I was thinking, three months of being a hushling, $5 a month, that's 15 bucks. That is pretty much the entire cost of the t-shirt to be made and shipped to every single one of you. So... You can see we're not doing Patreon just for money. Can I propose something? My proposition would be, instead of gaining four t-shirts a year, why don't we change the item up every quarter? You get a t-shirt, okay. you get a mug. Makes sense. Exclusive yeah. Hush Hush Society ball gag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just says hush across it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. See? Beautiful. When you're dogging out in a parking lot and your friends ask you about the ball gag, you could just go. (laughs) All right, boys, this is a big one. We have been asked by many hushlings to do this episode and we finally got around to it. So this goes out to all the people that repeatedly told us to do this. Quebec journalist, poet and essayist Serge Manast was an ardent opponent of the UFO phenomenon seeking a non-extraterrestrial explanation for the increased activity after World War II. He founded the International Free Press Agency, where he published most of his work, which involved conspiracy theories, secret societies, and warnings of a new world order. In 1994, after years of research, Manast published Project Bluebeam. According to the report, the governments of the world were planning an operation to control people's minds, create a new age religion, and usher in a one-world authoritarian government. Sounds pretty current. He elaborated on his claim that NASA, with the assistance of the United Nations, was aiming to introduce a cult religion led by the Antichrist and establish a new world order by a technologically faked second coming of Christ. Lord, and peace be with you. (laughs) Neil, stand. (laughs) Neil, stand. Neil, stand. Project Bluebeam, according to Manast, would be a four-stage plan to make the populace question the very pillars of their morality, destroying major religions, sowing chaos, and mass casualty events. Now, Serge Manast was not 
necessarily, from reading about him, was not necessarily a crazy man. He believed some pretty outlandish stuff and pretty wild stuff, but for the most part, he was a big deal journalist. He belonged to some socialist-type party up in Quebec, and he led kind of a normal life, I guess, up until the creation of all these conspiracy theories that he came up with, and obviously Project Bluebeam. Let's not discredit him right away, Hushlings. No, it's totally reasonable to be a level-headed, well-educated person and still, you know, have ideas like this. And after this debriefing, you will see how maybe not so far off the mark he was. As Mike stated, Project Bluebeam would be a four-stage plan, which are divided into the following. The first would be an attempt to delegitimize all religious relics and doctrine. Ark of the Covenant, throw it out. Yep, not real. Try to turn in. Throw it out. Step two entails transmitting 3D hologram pictures of major religious gods around the world. After that, step three would involve implanting thoughts that appear to originate directly from God into the minds of the public. And the final step will instill fear in the populace of an alien invasion or religious rapture. This is all part of the grand design to usher in the Antichrist and install a new world order. Uh, Now, when we say Antichrist, we're not necessarily saying that this new amalgamated deity would be evil in any way. And in fact, it would actually kind of try to make peace in the world. And that would make it easier for people of devout religion to make the transfer to this one world religion. Because if you think about it, Let's say I came to your average Catholic tomorrow and I said, hey, uh, your God isn't real, but this God is real. And this God is the God that that every religion is talking about. And then he turned out to be a dick. You'd be less likely to be like, that's not God. God isn't a dick. Well, I mean, (laughs) if you've read the book. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) All of them. The big one. Every single one of them. All the prophecies. This new god would be the nice guy, but a wolf in sheep's clothing, I guess you would call it. That's what I was just going to say. Anytime anybody mentions Project Bluebeam to me, all I could picture, I don't know why I make this affiliation, but all I can picture is the show me what you got heads from Rick and Morty, just like (laughs) popping up in the sky. You're not far off from that, honestly. That's kind of the main basis of it, but we'll get into it. Let's take a look at all these phases as we're talking about them in greater detail. And as previously said, step one would be to invalidate all religious artifacts and relics on a massive scale. So worldwide, everything in every religion would be called into question. That would just fuck everything up right then and there. Before we go any further, just imagine, okay, and I think we've kind of had this as a conversation on the side before, but just imagine tomorrow... Every devout religious person, whether it be a Buddhist, a Islamist, it doesn't matter what it is, Catholicism, if they all found out tomorrow, there was no God. Mm-hmm. Everything was made up, the Bibles, the Quran, every religious text that they've ever heard about, everything that would ever point them to a God is wrong. It's false. You know what there would be worldwide? A lot of suicide and violence. and Exactly. Fucking chaos. Well, you gotta make a mess to clean a mess. There's many people that believe, and whether they're atheists or whatever they may be, there's a lot of people that believe that religion is a crutch. 
Religion is a societal constraint. Without religion, there would just be chaos. There would be no morality and whatever it may be. Even though we all know that being a religious person does not make you a moral person. No. No, there's people that beat the shit out of their kids in the church parking lot and then go into Sunday worship. There's also people with morality that aren't religious. Yeah, some of the best people I know don't believe in God. We discussed the ability of harp installations and other government efforts to control the weather, and even direct earthquakes. The powers that be would be able to utilize this technology to target specific areas of the world and produce major earthquakes. These occurrences would lead to the discovery of never-before-seen but clearly planted artifacts that would flip the religious world on its head. This stage is thought to already be underway. In 2012, there were earthquakes happening that even geologists couldn't explain. One such event in the Middle East would go on to uncover the supposed skeletal remains of Jesus Christ. No shit. How do you pin that down? Like, oh, this is Jesus' skeleton. That's gotta be it. Um, he was obviously a white man on a cross. Jesus. Did he have a name tag? <laughs> Did they crucify him before or after the whole three days in the cave thing? That was before. That was what sent him to the cave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's not a laughing matter. I'm just not familiar with the with the story. Yeah, yeah. So there would be the crucifixion, and then his apostles or his buddies, his homies, came by, took him down off the cross, and then they put him in the cave, and then three days later, he rose from the dead and came out of the cave. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah, if you're in the Middle East and you find these skeletal remains and you go, oh, look at that. It looks like this guy got crucified. But I bet you they crucified tons of people. They crucified thousands of people. Yeah. That was the big punishment. That brings up my whole conflict right away with stage one of Bluebeam is that how are these religious artifacts or whatever it may be that are going to disprove everything already planted? Let's say there's an earthquake. Obviously, some land needs to rip in half or cause a chasm or anything like that. How does the shady deep state government plant all these things deep into the earth? And then systematically create an earthquake right then and there for them to breach the surface. They'd have to be a really pointed exact attack. Earth would have to be flat or fake or something like that. Yeah, it's the only <laughs> way for that to work. It's something that doesn't really make sense to me. It's like how you plant these things underground to be found and then you hit it with a very targeted earthquake. Mike, all it takes to plant something a couple dozen feet underground is one line of code. That's true. That's true. Frank already knows what we're on. Maybe that's what this whole thing is. It's just a part of the simulation. So none of this matters. Everybody turn off your radios and go to bed. <laughs> In the second stage, 3D holographic technology would be used to project images of the major figures of the four most prominent religions. These will be projected from satellites onto the sodium layer about 60 miles above the Earth. A lot of proponents of Project Bluebeam and supporters of the theory attribute Elon Musk and SpaceX sending up hundreds of satellites, I think it's called Starlink, to this mm -hmm. 3D holographic technology playoff. Well, we have said that Elon Musk is, he's like Gru. That dude's a super villain, bro. Yeah, he's going to steal the moon, bro. Steal the pyramids, steal the moon. 
in this proposed projection, Jesus would obviously appear to Christians, Allah to Islamists, Shiva to Hindus, and Buddha to Buddhists. What about the people that believe in the, the spaghetti god? The spaghetti god with the strainer and the meatballs? AI, man. They can create anything. <laughs> now, all of these deities would appear to speak directly to their followers. They would then merge into the image of the, quote, one true god. This new creation would be the head of a newly created one world religion. This, in essence, would be the digital antichrist. Holographic technology is really sick. I mean, you see some of those like concerts in Japan or Korea, South Korea or something like that. Yeah, they got Tupac on stage. Dude, yeah, like some of those. I mean, but that's small scale projections. As we're discussing this, I'm trying to see how it would play out in a real life scenario in my head. And it kind of hurts my head a little bit because I'm like, I don't know how I would believe that. A lot of people, when they look at Project Bluebeam, they would say, oh, well, wouldn't this projection be uh, interrupted or anything like that? Where are they projecting it from? The ground, the sky, whatever it may be. And again, this all comes from satellite technology. So satellites are pretty much just projecting, linking back to Starlink. If we were using SpaceX satellites, like we said, there's hundreds of them, hundreds of satellites producing a laser 3D holographic projection onto pretty much the layers of the Earth to use as reflection and refraction of light to create the overall hologram. But we definitely will talk more on the 3D projection technology that is currently being used and other stuff that's being researched. So it gets pretty interesting. Mm. In fact, holograms have been spotted in the skies all around the world. A city, for example, recently materialized in the clouds over China. I'm sure you guys are familiar with this video. It's pretty crazy. Or a video of Jesus crucified and a transparent humanoid appeared in the sky as well. Both are very crazy images. The city one is, is interesting. Was that yeah. in Behind the Curve, too? Didn't they yeah, use I think that so. as like a reference point of like the way light moves on water or something like that? Yeah, was that one of those like Grand Mirages? Yeah, Grand Mirage. Yeah, they tried to pinpoint it as a Grand... But that was pretty high up in the air. Yeah, it was up in the clouds. Yeah, it wasn't like looking towards the horizon a couple degrees up. It was like you got to tilt your head upwards to, to see that. Yeah, that video was pretty wild. I honestly, I don't know if I believe that video. This Antichrist that we've been speaking about would seek to invalidate the four major world religions, as we said, including their doctrines and their beliefs, laying the groundwork for new norms, moral pillars, and obedience, while also simultaneously creating anarchy and social catastrophe. Manas states in Phase 3 of Project Bluebeam that they will use invisible wave frequency technology through a telephonic platform to penetrate people's minds and implant thoughts. This will enable the takeover of the individual's mind and make people believe that they are in direct communication with their god. They might not need whatever wave frequency technology if you've got three quarters of the population being implanted with all sorts of nanotechnology that they're not aware of mm. realistically are you talking about the jab uh, maybe that's actually something that has been brought up a lot when it comes to the kind of digital takeover or mind control aspect of this is that 
we live our lives pretty much daily and nanoparticles of things, whether it be nanobots or just debris in the air, they get into our bodies through vaccines or through chemtrails, contrails, whatever you believe them to be, exhaust and whatever else exists out there, these nanoparticles or nanotechnology could be entering our body and changing our DNA and changing our very brainwaves and being able to control us. And that in itself would help, especially this stage of Project Bluebeam, to get people kind of in the right mindset to be taken over. Did we not mention a parasitic consciousness in a hollow moon? Oh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's parasitic, by definition, if you're going to take over a host. Not to dive too deep into, like, our social norms as they are now, but that already happens to us on a mass scale every social day. Social media. Yeah, social media, the ads that are targeted to us through TV, through internet, every little thing, the way that certain advertisements are made to make us feel hungry or get us sexually satiated. We are conditioned to think and feel in the way that these companies want us to think and feel. Yeah. Is it really that far off base to think, hey, this is the next step in evolution of even something as simple as advertising. Could this be the next step where you walk past a billboard or drive past a billboard and instead of having to read it, you go past it and the light bounces off of the billboard or whatever it may be, some sort of beam gets to your brain and says, you should check out the new McDonald's that's off of exit 26 because we have fresh hot fries. You know, like shit like that. That's nauseating, dude. Could be a very easily done thing. They could do it to our radios right now. You know, you could drive past a billboard easily and hit some sort of frequency that's like, get off this next exit if you want McDonald's. Speaking of a McDonald's billboard, there's one entering the freeway by my house, and it says Fridays, $2.50, fish fillets, fish fillet Fridays. And for a split second, you're like, it's Friday, I want to stop at McDonald's real quick. But the point you made about walking past something and a beam hitting you, how would you even know that the fleeting thought that came in your head about being like, well, I want chicken fingers because there was an ad for chicken fingers. How do you know maybe not just seeing it that was trying to penetrate? Like Inception, That's a good point. Like putting that in your brain, your non-transhumanist brain fought it off. That's something that we kind of dive into later is when you get to this point of having these things inserting into your brain, your brain, which is you you won't know the difference of whether or not that thought originated from your gray matter or was implanted there. And that right there is fucking scary. Yeah, that's, oh, what, yeah. I, that's what I mean. That could be happening to you now. Imagine the only reason that you bought your car, the only reason that you bought your house, the only reason that you have made decision after decision after decision in your life. It's all been fucking planned out. Because it's all been put into your brain as an original thought, when in fact, your entire existence has just been written out like a script and put into a computer, and that computer is just following that script word for word and sending you everything you'll ever need in your life from birth to death. That was heavy. That was really heavy. I might have to, like, take a second. <laughs> and that's our show, Hushlings. We'll talk to you later. Wow. Let's have a moment of silence for our brain's that hurt. 
This would involve the U.S. government's development of telepathic communication technology. This has been worked on in the private sector for many, many years, most famously, again, Elon Musk and his evil, sinister work with Neuralink. Or you two putting their fucking album on your phone without asking you. <laughs> what the hell? Does this happen? Oh, you didn't hear it about did. that? It did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, every every Apple iPhone holder at the time that this happened woke up one morning and there was a U2, a U2 album on their phone that they did not order, they did not buy. Apparently U2 worked a deal with Apple and got their album just put on everyone's phone for free and they thought it was a great marketing ploy. Except for 10 seconds after everyone woke up, the number one Googled thing was, how the fuck do I get you two off my phone? (laughs) (laughs) It was a great marketing ploy. I guess, good or bad, it got you two to be relevant for five minutes. There's also BrainNet, who published a paper back in April of 2009, writing, quote, We present BrainNet, which, to our knowledge, is the first multi-person, non-invasive, direct brain-to-brain interface for collaborative problem-solving. What? It's a neural implant that allows you to pretty much share thoughts with someone else for working together on problem-solving. Sounds like a problem in itself. This form of brain interference would enable this new religious monstrosity to instruct violence mass culling, or the preparation for an end-of-the-world second coming of Christ type event. Is there like a playbook on end-of-the-world second coming Christ type event? This leads us to our final step, where these telepathic devices would transmit messages of alien invasion or the rapture. These thoughts might include aliens evading other worlds throughout the cosmos, and the final rapture of those who obeyed the new Antichrist. Just listen to everything that I have to say, follow my every order, and I will take you away from this evil war that is coming to your planet. Sounds like Heaven's Gate. Isn't it interesting, throughout all of the ancient aliens and historical sci-fi type documentaries, there's always this like gray mesh line between aliens and holiness and beings from the sky and the gray area of who helped create civilization in the beginning, whether it be gods or aliens or whether they're both one and the same. And here we are looking at the possible end plan of the new world order, the end plan of the world. And you've got UFO alien invasion or the rapture and or the rapture. So it it follows through. It started there and it's following through to the aliens or the rapture, both in sort of this like sci-fi holy gray line area that actually brings up like another point of contention with this thing for me manast kind of throwing out that there could be a rapture or there could be an alien invasion these two things are so far off base from each other i know you gotta incorporate the alien part into it just because you know like we're all conspiracy there is you're gonna have an alien plot but now you want to put the rapture as part of it and you have all this new religion which, which causes a new world order a new government parts of this plan just go back and forth in my brain like this is absolutely ridiculous at least the way that he portrayed it but what i'm saying is why can't they be one in the same get rid of project bluebeam Mm -hmm. Say the rapture happened. 
all of the holy Christ believers get lifted up to the heavens, who's to say that that isn't just an alien invasion? Like, what was written about in the Bible was just them saying, we're going to come back for you guys, you know? That's true. Well, we have talked about the misinterpretation. That's what most religious texts boil down to, is interpretation. Do you interpret it as god picking and choosing who comes to heaven or do you interpret it as aliens coming down in their ships and teleporting people away at random interpretation is like the biggest part of the bible it's like when we talk to micah dank you know his interpretation of the bible and the way that he reads through it is miles away from what your average catholic would read as the bible yep And that's even further from what other people would read from the Bible. So it really does boil down to interpretation. I really believe that in a lot of parts, especially when it comes to the Bible. Before we move on, I got to say one thing about interpretation. There's something I did find that I found very interesting is that this theory of Bluebeam that Manast published is literally identical to a concept that Gene Roddenberry wrote, who wrote Star Trek. And he has a screenplay in Star Trek where aliens try to invade the Earth, initially sending religious leaders, and it's all created by a technological simulation to shatter the faith amongst Earth's religion to create their own. And that was pre-1979, before Star Trek was aired, because that original idea that Roddenberry had was dumped by whatever powers that be before they made the first Star Trek movie. And as we get into this later on, you'll see that this idea was presented even before then. Ooh. This holographic technology would then conceal true threats, such as nuclear weapons, targeted weather attacks, and other lethal events, behind the guise of extraterrestrials and religious happenings. Kind of putting a mask on a nuclear weapon. Oh, that's an angel. Look, the angel is coming down. And then we're all vaporized. (laughs) Or saying it's a comet. Yeah, yeah. Something of that sort. Enough reality will be imposed on an oblivious world to convince people to believe the deception. Even the most intelligent will be misled. They're banking on this hologram technology being so good that even people who don't believe in religion, don't believe in God, don't believe in anything will be tricked just because the technology being used against us would be so incredible. I don't know. I gotta pose the question to you guys now, because now, looking at this, we're reading through this. If next week, you woke up in the morning, and all of a sudden you looked up into the sky, and directly into your brain you heard a voice, and it was saying, I am God, and I'm here. I'm here to, to lead you down the right path, and everything that you've been following as a Catholic, everything that you've been following as a, as a Jew, as a Islamist, it's all wrong. And in reality, this is the true being. I am the true creator, and I'm here because you face a mass imminent threat. And it's in the sky, and you're looking up at it. What are you thinking at that point? I'd like to think that I would say this is Project Bluebeam. This has been probably one of my favorite topics to like think about, and I wouldn't say necessarily look into, but I, I've always thought it was very interesting, and I definitely think that it's going to happen. So if you're asking me if I'm already aware of it and I'm seeing that, yeah, I'm thinking this is Project Bluebeam. I would like to think that I would think that. I'm going to second that. It'd be freaky. It'd still be terrifyingly real, I'm sure. Because it would have to be to be believable. I'd want to question how high I got the night before, and am I still high when I woke up? That's, that would be the... 
Dude, I'm tripping. I'm tripping nuts. Because for me personally, if somebody was like, I am your true God, I was like, well, I mean, I haven't subscribed a while ago, so like, I don't know why you're talking to me. <laughs> because it has to talk to everyone. Uh, but I'd be confused. You were baptized a Christian, so I'm going to talk to you in this big voice. It's being projected over places that are primarily of that religion. Let's say you're, I'm not, I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to give a blanket statement here, but let's say you're in India, you know, you're going to see the images of Shiva. If you're in America or if you're in uh, Italy, you're going to see images of Jesus Christ. It really just, I guess, is kind of regional depending on the major religion of that place. So because you're in America, you're going to say Jesus. Yeah, that's kind of not right, though, because the United States is such like a cultural mixing pot. There's a lot of different re religions and ethnicities that believe in a lot of different things. I feel like that wouldn't fly for a lot of people. What's on your money? No, I know. What, what do your kids say to the flag? Exactly. Every morning after the, exactly. the first bell. Yeah, but what's on our money is says in God we trust, but there's also a fucking pyramid doesn't matter as much as whether it be liberals or lefties whatever you want to call them as much as they will say oh this country wasn't built on any certain religion blah 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 yes the fuck it was it was i know you want to sit there and you want to say that it wasn't and it was a melting pot from the beginning that's great this country was built on christianity that's what it was. It's the founding pillars of literally everything. Our government, our way of life, our culture is just built around Christianity. But Christianity is also a religion that was built off of previous civilizations. Built off of murder and blood and greed. Hushlings will return after this short message. Welcome aboard, Hushlings. Join us as we try to solve the mysteries of some of the world's most paranormal locations. In which all of these are vast triangle-shaped spaces where strange sightings of craft, orbs, creatures, odd weather, and extreme energy have all been witnessed. We explore the unforgiving sands of the Mojave Desert in Nevada, as well as the frozen wilderness of America's largest state, Alaska. Then to the sea, we travel off the coast of the treacherous waters of Japan, and to the most famous triangles of all, the warm tropical shallows of Bermuda. What could be causing so many aircraft, ships, and people to vanish without a trace? Could it be aliens? portals to another dimension, or a natural cause. Set sail with the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour, Monday, April 11th, for debriefing 46, The Dragon, Nevada, Alaska, and Bermuda Triangles. Welcome back to the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. The project has mastered the capability for some technology to raise up a massive number of people as with a rapture and transport the entire group far, far away. This method has been tested in the abduction of humans previously thought to be carried out by the greys. Okay, hold on a second. So you're saying that all those grey abductions are just people abducting people with holograms of greys? Yes, supposedly. It's kind of the testing ground for picking up mass groups of people like to play out a rapture, where bodies will just be lifted off the ground and taken away. Now, my question about this whole thing is once the government, and we're going to call them the government just for ease of use, the government comes and picks up these people 
and beams them up into some sort of craft or whatever it may be, what do you then do with those people? That's a good question. Dispose of them. Most get stabbed in the abdomen. And their testicles worked on and stuff like that. Maybe they're going to take them to the moon slave base to mine zirconium. Mm. Uh, Really, looking at the situation, the government doesn't need them anymore. They have used them as background characters for this large movie set that's going on. And now the, the characters are gone. You don't need to keep them. Sell them off into galactic slave trade. You've sold the idea of a rapture. Now what? You can't bring those people back. You can't be like, oh, God, let me go. No. Yeah. You take them out into space and open up the airlock. Probably. Realistically, probably. Manast rose to prominence in the conspiracy world after publishing his work. He went on to publish other writings, notably Les Protocoles de Toronto, which was modeled by, as it sounds, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. Hmm. Manas definitely had a person that he looked up to. His exact name, I don't remember. But the person that he looked up to was also a conspiracy theorist, but he was also a massive anti-Semite. Manas kind of followed in those footsteps. Well, a lot of that one world government thing, as we've talked about many times before, coincides with the Nazis. I mean, they wanted to take over the world. They would be the likely candidates to be at the top of this. If they didn't get whacked off in World War II, supposedly. Supposedly is right, Operation Paperclip. We said at the beginning of this episode that Serge Manast implied that the UN with NASA were going to carry out this plan. Who is NASA made up of? Mm. Tons Mm -hmm. of Nazis. In Manast's protocols, he claims that a secret Masonic club known as 6.6.6 was assembling prominent characters to build the New World Order and learn to control people's minds. That's the building blocks of America right there in the New World Order. I mean, it's anything Masonic, that imagery. I mean, all of Washington, D.C. is built up of Masonic symbols from the air. You can see it in maps. Ooh, we're all tying back together to one thing. <laughs> it's surprising how many conspiracy theories really spider web into others. Oh, yeah. It it makes you think. We've reached the lowest level of the conspiracy iceberg. Every conspiracy is true. Oh, you're right. That's on there. That's the ultimate right there. We're getting to a point, though, where it's real easy to see through the bullshit. For us. And it's getting easier and easier to draw those strings to figure out what's connected. Especially a religious person. Dave, Frank, you know, if you went to a a person who was very religious, you could throw everything at them. You could say, we just found out that the Bible was wrong. We just found out that Jesus never existed. We just found out that the earth 110% was built and came together through the Big Bang and science has it right. And there is no grand creator. There's no way that that person is going to turn around and go, you're right. Dude, I dealt with that. Every week at my old job, me and my boss would have, I like to call it the alien argument. We had the alien argument probably twice or three times a month. And he was a very, very, very religious person. And it was always bullshit. It was always such a bullshit argument, man. Even when the Pentagon released those videos of like UAPs, it's still written off. That's because he was scared. Some people are just so set in their ways. They don't see any other way. I see it as fear to open up. I think there's a lot of that, too, but I think that a lot of people are also just stubborn. 
But it's also human nature. Human mm-hmm. nature makes it so that people don't want to be wrong, especially about something that you've believed about your entire life. Your entire life. Yeah, you don't want to be duped. <laughs> the longer that you've believed in something, the harder it is for you to go against it. All of those shitty church coffees you had. <laughs> <laughs> that powdered creamer. <laughs> Manast also went and threw in a slew of other oddities to this theory. He stated that Ode to Joy would be played telepathically to people who were more devout in religious rhetoric. He stated that humanity will be informed telepathically of an alien invasion devastating other worlds and that a lifeboat in the guise of a rapture would be on its way. Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. (laughs) Sounds like Manast is trying to start a cult. Yeah. Are you sure this guy wasn't friends with uh, Applewhite? He was a denied gator. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he didn't like the shoes. Oh, he didn't earn his patches. He walked in with Adidas on the last day. <laughs> they were like, Serge, you got to go, man. Is that a strawberry Charleston shoot? You have to leave. You, you have to go. <laughs> Manas claimed in 1996 that he was being pursued by the police and authorities for his involvement in, quote, networks of prohibited information. His homeschooled children were even taken from him and declared wards of the state in order for them to receive a public education. Serge was eventually apprehended and imprisoned. The next day, at age 51, he died of a heart attack. Sus. His supporters believe his death was mysterious, as do we, and that he was assassinated with psychotronic weaponry to prevent him from continuing his investigations. Now, how would that kill somebody? Heart attack gun. That might have been used against him, especially Mm. to cause the heart attack. Or as they talk about psychotronic weaponry, which we slightly touch on later, but it's kind of pulsing waves that can kill someone. So it's like a defibrillator gun? being able to kill someone from a distance without a projectile. Let's take a look at some of the technology that would be needed for Project Bluebeam. You might be wondering if this type of technology is even evolved enough to achieve these things. As we all know, 3D holographic technology is currently commercially available, as we talked about with Tupac on stage and Michael Jackson on stage. And uh, Have you guys seen these new boxes that they set up where you can project your image from another country, wherever, a different location, but it looks like you are a 3D projected image inside of this box. You can sit on a chair and interact with people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. They've got them set up in, like, parks and shit, too, don't they? And public places. They've put them in a few different places, and they've used them for meetings, and they've really tested these things out, and it, it looks fucking so real i thought that it was a hoax (laughs) but this technology is simpler than it appears for interaction all you need is a reflective surface a projected picture and a real world object ultimately 3d technology is based on a photographic projection which can display accurate color and contrast, but produces a flat image. Liang Shi, an MIT researcher, and his colleagues have developed a new robust 3D imaging method. This is based on giving AI creative control in order to produce a more focused result. AI-created holography generates images using a new process known as tensor holography. 
By mimicking the optical setup, computer-generated holography avoids the problem of the eye strain in poor imaging. Although the AI's computational time to produce movements based on real-world physics is constrained. A lot of big words there, Hush. <laughs> I learned holography very well in that sense. <laughs> to kind of break it down uh, so far, usually with a hologram, you would take a picture. You have a projected image. It doesn't have all the aspects of the image because you're using a two-dimensional image and trying to create a 3D hologram. Like when people do the 3D pictures on Facebook and you move it around and it's just kind of bending all stupid. Exactly, exactly. So they're running into these image problems where these images are turning out kind of flat. They're not getting the full 3D feel to them. So what they do is they created an AI and the AI goes and uses the same setup as like a human eyeball. They take into account how your pupil would constrict with certain light and how you focus on images and how you view images from far, from near. And they just allowed the AI to use this setup to create the holograms. It's very strange. I'm looking at it. It almost looks like that this AI takes certain aspect of like vector photography mm -hmm. to make it work, like different shapes at different depths. Yep. And then taking the RGB and the thickness of certain lines. Fuck, man. As a result, she and his colleagues tried a different method, allowing the AI to teach itself the rules of physics. The AI can create images that are absolutely indistinguishable to the human eye by combining this with a convolutional neural network and an image library. So essentially fake eyes with a lot of images and points of reference to build. That's why they're at MIT and we're in our living rooms. <laughs> Authors Chris and Janet Morris, yes they are married who have extensive knowledge in non-lethal weapons, say Project Bluebeam is entirely possible. Chris Morris has authored books and articles on military and defense matters and was research director and senior fellow at the United States Global Strategy Council. What's senior fellow? That's an interesting one. He's a nice guy and he's a little older. Very wholesome. A good chap. Never heard we that We should one. be fellows. We should be. We should change. No more preceptors. We're fellows. No more preceptors. Now. We're fellows. Yeah. Your fellows. What a bunch of cool fellows. It reminds me too much of the odd fellows. Odd yeah. fellows. Or not a cult. Both authors have indicated that the U.S. military is in the midst of creating hologram technology for the battlefield, from a small scale holographic tactical map to showing images in the sky of incoming artillery. Hold up. Incoming artillery, one of the biggest areas of Project Bluebeam that I've talked and discussed with people on is a lot of 9-11 deniers mm -hmm. who say that the planes, at least for the World Trade Center, were holograms. And we spoke about that in our episode, yep. Yeah. A plane, in the grand scheme of things, if you're looking at it in the sky from the ground, it's a very small object. Even a 747 or whatever it was, 737. It's a very small object focusing that type of technology to have a plane come in twice and have it realistically be a missile yep it's an extensive argument you're getting involved in the well what happened to all the people and etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's there's a lot to unravel there but that would be you know uh, for another false flag argument then we would be completely duped because i believe that it was a plane 
Imagine finding out that it was a cruise missile disguised as a plane. Well, that's kind of what we talked about with the Pentagon hit. Yeah. If you're in a situation like that with the Pentagon where there's not as many visual witnesses, you don't need that holographic technology. You just shoot the fucking cruise missile into it. But when you're in the middle of Manhattan where there's millions of people that are looking, you need to be a little more tactical about it. There's also the prospect of them saying in this project of an alien invasion or a catastrophe, we just mentioned images in the sky of incoming artillery. Could you have taken holographic images of UFOs or the military's actually using their reverse engineered technology, but instead of shooting laser beams out of it, they're shooting holographic laser beams and nuking the shit out of every city and making it look like that we're getting absolutely fucked up by little green men. That's the whole idea. We came upon a 1999 Washington Post story titled When Seeing and Hearing Isn't Believing, which was all about psychological operations or psyops. When they discussed projecting holograms of Allah over Iraq during Operation Desert Storm, it states, quote, What if the U.S. projected a holographic image of Allah floating over Baghdad, urging the Iraqi people and army to rise up against Saddam? a senior Air Force officer asked in 1990. According to a military physicist given the task of looking into the hologram idea, the feasibility had been established of projecting large three-dimensional objects that appeared to float in the air. That's early 90s. And that's straight from an Air Force officer. Interesting stuff. Now, according to the Washington Post, a top-secret initiative was launched in 1994 to pursue the technology for PSYOPs application. A classified Air Force paper describes the, quote, holographic projector as a system for projecting information power from space for special operations deception missions. I can't help but wonder if there's like crazy holographic projection patents buried deep down sure. in there. When I was going through the CIA.gov website, there is a ton of stuff on holographic technology. There's a lot of results there, hundreds. So I obviously didn't go through them all, but yeah, they're there. Disney's been using it since the Haunted Mansions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the technology only gets better. Yeah. As with everything. The technology that Disney has now, freaky shit, if Disney's got that, imagine what the fucking military's got, you know? All this goes along with special voice mimicking technology, and could easily be used to set Project Bluebeam into motion. Light is another key part of this conspiracy. Light has an incredible impact on the human body, particularly the brain, and it has potential to disrupt our sleep, emotions, metabolic processes, and even negative thoughts. Matt Landman said something about blackout curtains dude because your sleep's gonna be fucked <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah a 3d projection holographic projection is pretty much light beams could they simultaneously show us these holograms and also encode some sort of message within the light itself to make us feel a certain way or think a certain thing make us more pliable to accept what we're seeing in front of our faces Probably. When you really think about it, different sorts of light settings can have deep impact on your state of mind and your mood. I don't really know the science behind yeah. it, but that's a fact. Look at the simplest example of it, uh, seasonal depression. Yeah. 
So yeah. seasonal depression is because of the lack of light waves, of lack of vitamin D, and that is pretty much based off of light. So now imagine something that is very targeted, very specific to certain parts of your brain, certain parts of your systems going on in your body, and they're just being blasted with these light rays. Yeah. Like I said from the beginning, the more that you look into this and the more that you see the technology is there for this, it gets kind of scary. Is it possible that this will happen? The one thing about Manast is he was very much a conspiracy theorist and conspiracy theorists always have one major fault is that uh, time is not on our side. We will always say, yeah, this is going to happen next year. This is going to happen next year. This is going to happen 10 years from now. This is going to happen. And then the date comes around and we reevaluate our timelines and say, no, it's going to happen next year. It's like the Mayan calendar, 2012. Yeah, it's very much like Q. I don't want to bring it up too much, but like that's very much the mindset of Q is that the timeline just keeps being shifted because of this or because of that. Yeah. Manast definitely f fell into the category of having to adjust his timelines when it came to this stuff. I think one of the dates that he originally thought was in the year 2000 that this was going to happen. Well, imagine if it did happen in 2001 with 9-11. But real quick, going back to your color thing, it is simple because if you have a red light bulb in your office or bedroom, that's supposed to support relaxation. And blue light is supposed to support creativity. There's certain shades of just light that can change your mood. This brings us into mind control and thought planting. The space show, as it was dubbed, makes use of implanted thoughts and mind control. This has been thoroughly explored, as we know from MKUltra and even the Montauk Project. According to researcher G.F. Schapitz in 1974, it's a combination of electromagnetic radiation and hypnosis. He goes on to say, quote, in this investigation, it will be shown that the spoken words of the hypnotist may also be converted by electromagnetic energy directly into the subconscious part of the human brain without employing any mechanical device for receiving or transcoding the message, and without the person exposed to such influence having a chance to control the information input consciously. It may be expected that the rationalized behavior will be considered to have been taken out of their own free will. It's like what I said earlier. Is that your thought, or is that a thought that was put into your brain? Inter very interesting. The advancement of these techniques propels the third step in Project Bluebeam, which is associated with telepathic and electronically augmented two-way communication, in which ELF, VLF, and LF waves will reach each person from within his or her own mind convincing each of them that their own god is communicating with them from the depths of their own psyche. Satellites are fed by the memories of computers, which have vast amounts of data on every human on the planet, as well as their languages. Ooh, see, like, they got mad data on us now. What they're trying to say is that they have the technology and the data to back it up to know we're going to put this thought into this person's head in the language that they speak so that they definitely think that it's coming straight from their god obviously if you spoke japanese and your message was coming over in spanish you would go well this obviously isn't god because god doesn't know that i don't speak spanish <laughs> so it has to be so convincing 
that it has to get every aspect correct, including the language that you speak and what you think and how you would talk to God and how you expect God would talk to you. It's almost like a very personal thing that is just being extremely exploited. It's invasive. Oh, it's, it's incredibly invasive. It's incredibly invasive. I honestly couldn't think of a more invasive thing besides somebody literally sticking their hand inside my fucking skull. <laughs> As Dave was saying, talking about the data and all of the different languages, I'm thinking to myself, you know how much manpower it would take to pull all this off? And then I remembered AI is a thing and that AI is going to play a huge role in this. And it just made it even mm -hmm. more plausible and even more scary for me. Because what's more invasive nowadays than AI? Yep. Ah. The satellite will then beam this info into the minds of people to merge with their normal thinking and generate what is known as diffuse artificial thought. There you go. The most significant breakthrough is the development of psychotronic weapons. Many researchers and scientists explored these weapons, particularly during the beginning of the Cold War. These would be space-based weapons, similar to the previously mentioned satellites, capable of controlling minds, impeding human function in varying ways, and even causing death. This entails directing pulsating microwaves directly at a target. So is this implying like something similar to 5G? Or another question is, you know all those people that supposedly dropped dead from coronavirus in China? Hmm. Yeah. They just dropped dead. Could it be psychotronic weapons? You bring up an interesting thought, though, with 5G. When we talked with Matt Landman, you know, like 5G is causing a lot of issues and it makes you feel uneasy and it increases that anxiety and all that other stuff inside of you. Could 5G also be playing a part in Project Bluebeam? Could it be prepping our minds to be, like I said earlier, to be more malleable, to be more accepting of this new reality? Realistically, look at the situation. Like, we live in such a ridiculous fucking world now that you almost would expect a creator to come out of nowhere and say, Hey, you guys have been fucking up. <laughs> like, we, we, we would almost expect that at this point with how things are going. You're not wrong. I don't know. I feel like everything is a setup for something bigger. It certainly feels that way in the more recent years. Hmm. In May of 1999, at a neuroscientist conference sponsored by the UN, of course, which took place in Tokyo, researchers went on to say, quote, Today we have intellectual, physical, and financial resources to master the power of the brain itself, and to develop devices to touch the brain and even control or erase consciousness. We wish to profess our hope that such pursuit of knowledge serves peace and welfare. Fuck all that. They want to control or erase consciousness. That right there is an out-of-bounds, fucking out-of-this-world idea. We say out-of-this-world, this feels like something that reptilians would do. Hmm. Yeah. All boys down to the reptilians. You know, what I'm saying is, like, there's got to be some nefarious people and you're creating it in a human way by using technology and not just telepathic i guess saturn rings moon amplification systems but you're using it in a more human direct way it sounds like the same clan that would be doing this type of thing you guys are hyper fixating on the wrong part of the quote here right in the pursuit of knowledge serving peace oh, and welfare okay. it's 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 for your own good it's for your own good 
Just listen to the, listen to the United Nations. Listen to the United Nations. They know it's good for you. <laughs> now, Hushlings, we know you might be asking, but fellows, what about chemtrails, man? As we previously stated, a reflective element is required as a part of the creation of a 3D hologram. What did they say was the, the sulfur sodium layer? layer? The sodium The sodium layer is our reflective surface. This raises the likelihood that chemtrails are also involved in Project Bluebeam, creating more of a sodium layer. The likelihood of aircraft spewing dangerous chemicals into the air, including microplastics and metals, sets the backdrop for a holographic atmosphere. These compounds could act as a screen for holograms to reflect off of, resulting in the desired 3D visuals. Oh, yeah, you throw enough aluminum foil up in the air. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. for a good projection screen. Yeah, shine some light on that, burn us all like ants. <laughs> Imagine it just all goes terribly wrong and the light just gets magnified and people are just melting yeah. into puddles on the ground in Times Square. It's just following Dave as he's running down the road. <laughs> Even if I'm strafing back and forth, it still follows. Yeah. The Army Research Lab Adelphi penned a research paper titled 3D Holographic Display Using Strontium Barium Niobate. The research states as follows, quote, an innovative technique for generating a three-dimensional holographic display using strontium barium niobate is discussed. The resultant image is a hologram that can be viewed in real time over a wide perspective or field of view. The holographic image is free from system-induced aberrations and has a uniform high quality over the entire field of view. The quote continues, the enhanced image quality results from using a phase conduit read beam generated from a second photorefractive crystal acting as a double-pumped phase conduit mirror, or DPPCM. Multiple three-dimensional images have been stored in the crystal via wavelength multiplexing. Yeah, my brain is in a fucking pretzel. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This strontium barium niobate is a type of crystal. And when they put the image through the crystal, it refracted a super high resolution image that didn't change with field of view. Didn't change with how much depth you put on it, how big you made it, how small you made it. There was still every minute detail that you needed just by sending the image through this crystal. Is that what they use commercially? because those holograms are pretty damn dead ass. It could be. This particular technology was being used by the Army. Oh, even better then. It was an interesting thing that I found that the Army is definitely looking into this technology. That's 100%. One way that they could use it, just kind of popped in my head, is say you're on a battlefield, creating fake tanks. The enemy can fire at them and give away their position. But at that point, you probably would know their position depending on the size of your military and what country it is, and their technology already on how to find people. That's also an interesting way to use it is to make your army or your unit appear larger than it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Needless to say, this is one of many projects or experiments in using gases or vapor to create a better holographic projection. 
We've covered a lot of ground. There's a lot of research being done in various fields included in Project Bluebeam. Although Manast was responsible for the idea's popularity, Werner von Braun was also aware of it. Dr. Carol Rosen served as a type of spokeswoman for von Braun in his final years, and she even testified before Congress about space-based weapons. Of course. Rosen alleges that immediately before von Braun died, he informed her that the government will identify multiple threats to the planet, creating a sense of urgency to form a new government and manufacture space weapons. Von Braun stated that the government will try to create new threats to the world, such as terrorism, Russia, and extraterrestrials. Von Braun allegedly stated that the alien danger was a hoax concocted to usher in a new world order, a space-based weapons platform, and a worldwide unified religious movement. It's weird three things to have all in one thing. Yeah, when I finally write my book, I'm naming it Terrorism, Russia, and Extraterrestrials. By <laughs> <laughs> Slick Frog Sanders. Dude, do you know how well that would sell? It would sell you think so? Good. Oh, yeah. In today's day and age, shit. Oh, for sure. For sure. I could see the cover already. Put a picture of Putin up and half of his face is a reptilian, and then behind him, you just have an American flag, but it's, like, covered in blood. I'm glad you went with the American flag, because I was totally picturing just the whole front cover being an American flag and just putting the, the letters just big, bold, across the front. You know, American flag, big letters. Terrorism, Russia, and extraterrestrials. <laughs> ETs are here to take your guns. Oh, no, that's the new thing. They're here to take your jobs. <laughs> Last but not least, we have our Reddit theories. There's a lot of good stuff on Reddit on Project Bluebeam. First off, we have user KatieCat122. She Shout wrote, out, KatieCat. Could Putin's threat of nuclear attack be the beginning of Project Bluebeam? She went on to write, Most people have heard of UFO sightings over nuclear bases and how they have disabled them. Could Putin be staging the start of the, quote, alien invasion? Seems like with what has been going on in the world for the past two years, that this would just be the next PSYOP in the NWO agenda. That is going to go into Slick Frank Sanders' brand new book, Terrorism <laughs> Russia Extraterrestrials. That's the foreword. Make sure you put in the code SLICKITY SLICK 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 <laughs> for 20% off. <laughs> uh, user Wars1D3 posted also, quote, fake alien deception will be used to cover the rapture of the church. They will say aliens abducted people once Jesus Christ takes the believers away. So, so yeah, that's kind of like a, a different take on it. Like, all right, the rapture's really happening, but the government's going to say that it was just aliens. Ooh. You know, it's funny. Because there was mention, and I did hear this, especially when you're talking about Project Bluebeam, there is the possibility that the government or the powers that be know that there will be a second coming of Christ. They know that it's coming in one way or another, for one reason or another. They know that there is the coming of, of Christ or some sort of deity, that some sort of creator that will rear its head and will perform some sort of either rapture or world burning and that the powers that be know that and they are trying to push out project blue beam before that happens 
so that they can be in control of the people by the time that happens to suck up whatever other power they need before the world ends. What good is the power at that point, though? Hey, ask the 97-year-old men that still want to control the fucking world when they're wishing to not die in their sleep before they go night-night. Crunching down their adrenochrome gusher fetuses. (laughs) Their little forever gushers. This has been a romper of a debriefing. I am super interested in final thoughts. David, let's start with you. Give me your final thoughts on Project Bluebeam. I feel like Project Bluebeam would be more plausible if they were to stage an alien invasion or a catastrophe like an asteroid impact. Disguise a nuke as a rock or something along those lines than seeing a rapture. But then again, could it be both simultaneously? That's a big question that I have because you have the religious and the non-religious and how do you get them all? The biggest fear I have about this whole theory is the fact that you could have your mind controlled and change your thought process without you even knowing. People could tie it into this, this pandemic and being like, well, you know, I would have never gotten this or that before this, but since they told me this and that and this and that, has it already started? I think if Project Bluebeam is something that actually fully exists and it's going to have some major hologram technology plus mind control, we're in the midst if it is happening. And if it isn't happening, then it's a it's a wonderful theory. It's wild. I am going to say that Project Bluebeam is completely fucking bullshit. Yes, hushlings, you're going to hear it here first. Project Bluebeam is bullshit. I think Manast really pulled some things from his Manast and came up with this theory. Yes, there is science to back certain things. Of course, there's science to back the advancement of 3D technology, the advancement of all these technologies that would be needed, mind control, whatever it may be. Light, especially, is a, is a good one. But I personally don't think that this would be the route that the government or the deep state would take. I think they're more of pragmatic rulers where they would just say, okay, we have all the power militarily, we have all the money, we have all the financials. They would just make their move. Do they really care about uniting the world under one god? No. They don't even care about your fucking health. They don't care about anything. So they care about power and accruing that power and yeah this would put them into a higher position of power but so would just entire regiments of fucking goons coming into your city and kicking your doors down and shooting your dog and putting you in the back of a truck and taking you to some sort of camp that's just as viable and effective as projecting a god into the sky project bluebeam just seems a little out there for me i don't think it's going to be used i really don't foresee it happening but I'm also interested to hear what Slick Frank Sanders has for his final thoughts. Frank's final thought. As I mentioned earlier, Project Bluebeam has always been one of my favorite theories. Even before we started the podcast, Project Bluebeam was up there for me. I don't know if it's because of how out there it is. I'm not a very religious person, but the book of Revelation as a whole has always been like a point of interest for me in terms of the Bible. I don't know why. And the whole entire rapture thing and Project Bluebeam always kind of meshed together for me. And I think that brought some more interest to it. 
I can't say for sure that it's going to happen, but I definitely think that if they wanted to, they could. When you look at all of the technology that we went over, and there's much more, and then you bring in the hypotheticals of 5G, of light affecting you different ways, of different frequencies affecting you, of neurological implants of nanotechnology i think that they have the means to do this if they really wanted to a lot of people on reddit in terms of when it's going to happen if it will happen they're shooting 10 to 15 years out into the future i don't know if that's the case or not it's tough to really call bullshit or not because most of the stuff that we cover it's not necessarily in the future like right now we're covering a topic that has yet to happen most of the stuff we cover it's in the past so it's hard to say for me whether whether i i completely buy into it or not i can't read the future but i think that they have the means to do so if they pleased well said well said well said well that's going to do it that's going to conclude our investigation into project Bluebeam. hushlings what was your thoughts on this debriefing was there anything that we should have discussed? Was there anything that we missed? Did we miss the tractor beam up to the rapture? Let us know your thoughts on this topic or any of our other topics. Just reach out to us at our email, contact at hushhushsociety.com. Join us for Debriefing 46 as we get lost in some triangles, specifically the Bermuda, Dragons, Alaska, and Nevada triangles, streaming Monday, April 11th. Mmm, three sides to a triangle. <laughs> that was pretty obtuse oh. of you. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and Hushlings, we have another exclusive debriefing that will be available Thursday, April 21st for patrons. If you're not a patron, head over to our patreon.com and become a patron, where we will be examining the alien encounter of Jonathan Reed. This one is interesting, to say the least. I got it in a cage out back. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing, Hushlings, tune in on June 6th for our 50th debriefing and 5th live show. We will be diving deeper into the subject of transhumanism as well as infiltrating the secret society of the Yellow Sand Society. Join us live June 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you again for joining us on another debriefing of the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. I'm Declassified Dave. And I'm Mystery Mike. And I'm Slick Frank Sanders. <laughs> God is here. God is here. God is here. Until our next debriefing, remember, the best kept secrets are hidden in plain sight.